Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. But as you can see, it is not Louis Dangor by my side today. We've got Dus, two times Steph Chase this week. Double up on the hot take machine, the Ultra Chat Queen. Steph, how are you? I'm good, Alex. I am hot on the hottest day of the year. Did you enjoy the sunshine today? I did. I forget you're in London, right? So it was extra yeah. hot it was extra, extra hot today. Um, and then, but then I looked at the weather app, and it was like hot, hot. And then by the end of the week, it was like chance of snow. So I just mm. thought, wow, weather's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I'm like 20 minutes north of London in a car, mm-hmm. and I think what was what was it today? 23, 24, I think. Um, apparently, it's the hottest day since like 1968 in March. There you go. Wow. That's some, some weather news for guys uh, in the UK. And then, yeah, like you said, on my weather app, sun, cloudy sun, cloudy sun, cloud. Then I think it's Monday and Tuesday, snow. Yeah. Like, what? What do you mean? I know. How can you prepare for this weather? How can you prepare it so, so up and down? But yeah, I'm excited to be here on a Monday. Sorry, everyone. You've got me on a Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Didn't right. even know what day it was. I was thinking I watched I watched Monday Night Raw. So I was thinking it's Monday. But yeah, it's a Tuesday. I'm here and let's talk about Raw. <laughs> Indeed. Uh Carol, did we lose Louis? No, we did not. This is a one-off. Louis had to tag out. He had a family thing, I believe, tonight. And he actually couldn't for some reason he can't come on later on in the week either. So we've just got Steph both Tuesday and her usual Thursday slot. Don't worry, AW fans. We still have Steph for the Wednesday review. And SP3 is here tomorrow. And then Denise Salcedo is on Friday. I can't remember why Louis can't do any more of the week now, but he definitely couldn't do today anyway. So um, we just decided to do move ahead with the phone in, tag Steph in, let her join in the fun. And that leads us in nicely to telling you about the phone in. It is again today a roaring success last week so we definitely want you guys to line up again anyone who didn't get on last week let us know man and we will definitely get you on today i'm excited for this i'm excited to hear the listeners yeah yeah i definitely think uh get your whatever you want to talk about right we're on the home straight to wrestlemania but you've got steph here too you can do talk about anything within reason the weather 
Yeah, the weather. We, we spent two minutes on it for some reason. So you can too. Um, feel free to come on, guys. We're going to open that up at about 2020 past after we've done a bit of raw talk. And I'm sure the mods will put the link in. Anybody who wants to come in and join us on the show. You absolutely can. So looking forward to that. Thank you very much. Uh, also, with Steph being here, she is the Ultra Chat Queen. We all know this. So please hit up WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily and you can have all your opinions read out on the show. You don't have to show your face if you don't want to. Uh, you can have your you can have your hot takes. You can just get general comments in, support the show, whatever you want to do, you can do. Uh, and make sure you get those ultra chats in. I'd be remiss as well while I'm here. Thumbs up, subscribe, all of that good stuff for us. Get us a 10K. We are so close, like ridiculously mm-hmm. close. I haven't, I, I mean, the last time I looked, I think it was 9,930 9, or 40. Uh, Very... All we need is a couple people tell their nans to subscribe. Yeah, oh exactly. You know, the prolific on YouTube, Nans, these days. Get us going, guys. I've seen the shirt designs. I can't wait to show you guys. And as soon as we get to 10K, we can all be here in our mm-hmm. good egg shirts. I mean, right now I'm in a Brody Lee shirt. There you go. Oh, very nice. That's, very what nice. I, that's what I'm rocking today. But you best believe, once the our own merch is here, <laughs> I'm going to be donning nothing. But uh, let's start off, Steph, with the titular news, as has become uh, prominent here now. Last night, I, I remembered. So about 11.30, I thought, you know what? I'm really ready to go to bed. Really ready. Like, uh, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll just watch Raw tomorrow. Because I was off work today. I thought, it's fine. And and then I remembered I hadn't written my um, the part I do in the Wrestle Talk magazine, which is like 2,000 <laughs> words, and it had to be in this morning. I was like, oh, that sucks. So I had to obviously get out of the bath, get typing away. And I thought, well, while I'm here, I'll just watch Raw, whatever. Uh, obviously, it all kicked off just before Raw. Andrade did an interview with uh, Lucha Libre online. Oh my word, he had a lot to say. Uh, Steph, have you seen some of the things that was coming out of Andrade's mouth? Yes, he he spilt so much tea. Um, it's got to be one of the best little like I've just left a or but WWE interviews yeah, since the sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, well, I was what I was doing when this was happening was um, live watching Elevation on Twitch. So while I was doing that, I was also just reading all the like tweets and bits from this interview and just talking about it. Like, wow, uh, I love it. I love it. He didn't hold back. Clearly, Charlotte gave him a big thumbs up and said, just spill your heart out. It's fine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I mean, Andrade said he's had a lot to say. He said that he was making three million, or he made three million in a year with WWE, and he wasn't even on TV for the whole of it. So Jesus, I mean, yeah, nice work. Yeah, exactly. Good work. You can get it. No wonder he thinks I'll just go do what I want now. He's got three million. Um, I I know. Wow, it's good going. Um, And he also said that. You know, he had a lot of kind words for guys like Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, who he said, you know, treated him with a lot of respect. They treated him very well. Uh, you know, he talked about getting his release. And I think the main thing, of course, that uh, he mm-hmm. spoke about that all of us were surprised was the pregnancy thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, Steph, did you see uh, – I'll go through the exact verbiage in a minute, but what was your reaction to that? 
my reaction was wow um seeing kind of the the initial part of that and then of course i saw your your clarification you being the man getting that uh still shocked though like <laughs> um the the clarification didn't make it any less kind of kind of shocking that that that, that this was out and um you know that he'd said it and obviously she supports him saying it but yeah it really um it kind of solved some wrestlemania mysteries about where charlotte's been because we were pretty sure that it's not just a covid thing yeah um and yeah i i'm just I, I was just really shocked that it came out that it was like this information was offered you know her and told she's pregnant not being pregnant it's yeah, I mean, like, would you go to a WWE doctor to find out if you're pregnant? That thing, that's, that's it's weird that they would even say that. Like, did they? They didn't even take the pregnancy test. They, they basically yeah, judge this by levels. elevated levels, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know can happen at different times. So it, it's that's just kind of odd to then be like, okay, we're putting you um, medically suspending you now. Um, it's weird yeah. to do that and not weird. test her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like at that point, surely you go, don't get tested. Or, you know, yes. you don't just go, probably pregnant. Uh, you know, yeah. let us know how that goes. You're suspended. That seems <laughs> to me. Like, the whole thing <laughs> is strange. Very weird. Um, yeah. Let me read what Andrade said in the interview. The WWE doctor informed Charlotte Flair. I like it that he's calling her by a full name for some reason. Um, Respect. Yeah. <laughs> to tell her she was pregnant. We went to the pharmacy and it was negative. They took her out of story because they said she was pregnant. Four days later, the tests were negative. Now, within the interview, there was some confusion, right? Like, as Steph just alluded to, because we all believe she'd been off TV with COVID. So then it was like, well, did she have COVID? And was there an overlap? Was there a confusion? Like, it, what what is actually going on here? And um, I, I, I reached out, obviously, to, to some people that I know close to Charlotte, and they gave back a statement directly from her, which I put out on Twitter yesterday, uh, which I will pull up for you guys right now. Now, Charlotte did start by, as Steph says, totally supporting what Andrade said, in essence. What Manny said about the pregnancy test in today's interview is true. But a significant amount of context is lost in translation, and we'd like to clear that up the best we can. A few weeks ago, Charlotte received a call from WWE Medical telling her that her HCG levels had come back high and she was being medically suspended for pregnancy. Again, that's very, very weird. Yeah. That, that day, she took several home tests that all came back negative. A few days later, she had blood work and an ultrasound to confirm that there was no pregnancy. I mean, that is... That's a firm yeah. no, right? That's about as yeah. no as it can be at that point. This was before any issues with COVID. She is currently medically cleared. So she hasn't like been off all of this time with this issue, right? It just so happens that they suspended her for that. And then yeah. and then literally as soon as that kind of got resolved, oh, she's got COVID. So it all all the timing is is terrible. But Charlotte goes on to say been... Go on. sorry. No, I didn't realise there was another half. Carry on. Oh, she's, uh, it's not actually in reference to what was said. She just says, this put a lot of context for her, mainly how small a woman's career window is. The men are able to work well into their 50s, while the women are seen as older in their early 30s even. For an athlete in her prime, these years mean everything. Her issue was with the process and how the information was relayed, as opposed to the information 
itself, that last bit, I mean, in fact, both of those statements are absolutely crucial, I think, because yeah. A, a, she's absolutely right. Women are treated differently as they get older. Someone like Mickey James, okay, like a six-time women's champion, if she was a man, I feel like she would be held in higher regard and esteem and yeah, placed, she'd placed be differently. Treated the opposite. Like, exactly. I think Charlotte's yeah. onto something there, Steph. Yeah, it's interesting, like, that little bit that she wanted to get out, because that's kind of a very, like, by-the-way thing, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah. here's really, the clarification. Nothing, and, like, nothing to do with what Andrade said, but she's like, but while we're here... By the way, uh, yeah. I just want to vent a second. No, I, I get that. I completely understand that. Um, the women are absolutely treated differently. Um, it's crazy how old some of the men are, um, and yet the way they treat the women. Mickey James is the, the ultimate example um, of, of just being mistreated because you'd have no idea that she was a little bit older, um, like from, from looking at her, you know, mm. like we all know what what the whole edge thing, we'll, we'll not get into that, but oh. <laughs> like Mickey James like looks 50 years younger than edge. Um, <laughs> but yet, you know, she can't, for some reason she can't be treated that way. And when you see the women come back for the Royal Rumble, um like they're not they're not even i don't i don't like to use the word old but they're not approaching anything of an age where they couldn't you know be be still in the business um mm. and i think but this is a thing you know uh, for women like all over when it comes to careers and having kids and, and stuff um and how it affects your career but as far as what she said is like she didn't like the uh, how it was like handled or the information was relayed to her it does sound very like very odd i wonder what that exact phone call was like you know we mm. find this in your blood you're pregnant suspend it okay um because it, it sounds like for an experience of finding out that you're pregnant um not the best kind of way to find out um yeah, yeah it, it it's all very strange and i can see why i, I don't want to put words to her mouth like why she'd be let's say miffed as like the least strong word, but it sounds like something I'd certainly be uh, annoyed at this treatment. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially she's missing WrestleMania as a part of it. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, yeah. she was, I know she, she later got COVID and that it really put her out for a while, but who knows what would have happened if she had then been on TV when they said she couldn't be and whatever, right? Like we don't know. So really it seems I, I, I get it like being ultra safe, but it's so weird to suspend someone on like a on like not a hunch. It's weird. Less. What you should say is go get a test. We think go from there, right? That yeah. would be that would be the logical thing. So I understand what she's saying at the end. Like it's fine that they were trying to be safe and like look out for her, and you yeah. know that they, that they would say that to her. But how they then took the steps from there, I can I agree with her that, that how that information was relayed in her words. Yeah, was poor, very very poor. So mm -hmm. I think out of everyone here. And like, you know, and maybe Andrade didn't need to spill the beans, but maybe they needed to as well. You know, maybe she wanted them to. I don't know. But I feel sorry for Charlotte out of everyone in this, if I'm honest. You know, she, I she's... I feel sorry for Charlotte. We were just saying, um, you know, about the window as well. She's 34, Charlotte, right? Which in in WWE years for a woman, I guess she is. And she's certainly entering like the second half of her career. You forget with Sasha Banks, who's not even 30 yet. Bailey's 31. <clears throat> That's, I guess, what you might qualify as your prime and then i think uh becky lynch is 34 i'm fairly certain obviously has taken a break to start a family and whatnot so i mean th th there's no reason that the you know women can't be headlining or 
big deals to their forty-ish, you know, and beyond. You know, I'm just, I'm just I only say forty because of historically that's not the case in WWE, but it should yeah. be. Uh, so I guess, you know, it's one of them where I understand exactly what she's feeling. This is a big WrestleMania where it looks like she's not on it. And it's like, yeah. that could have really been avoided. And for anyone who, you know, say what you want about Charlotte Flair, and I know a lot of people do, she still is one of the top women performers in the world, in my opinion. And at the end of the day, like she deserve well, it deserves is a weird word, but she should be on a WrestleMania and would be on it, all things being well. I wonder how much she'll be remembering this when her next contract comes up, really, because mm. this is someone that they have built into such a star. Like, of course, she had the Fleur name, but they've invested a lot in Charlotte. But, you know, it seems like they haven't really treated her the best in the past couple of months. Um, and she'd be a big loss for them if she does take this into consideration, you know, the next time. Yeah, I think um, I mean another thing that Andrade alluded to in in his interview was that maybe some of the women were jealous, or some of her peers like were jealous of Charlotte and her position uh, within WWE as well. And I think we've we've had this conversation like a million times, right? Like it's not necessarily Charlotte's fault; she's used the way that she is. Her name, one thousand percent, gives any you would give anyone a head start, right? You know, same way I can't imagine Rock's daughter's going to come in and. I mean, she's not not, not going to be called Simone Rock or anything, but it still is like, you know, it's definitely a head start. And, but I don't think it's like, the main thing I always say, it's not like Charlotte Flair's talent is a big detachment from the name. To me, she's every bit as good as the name. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so to have her be up there is fine. But I do understand why if you're a Peyton Royce, I'm not saying it is Peyton Royce. I'm just, you know, um, if you are one of those talents who maybe haven't had the run and you see Charlotte constantly getting those spots, I mean, I'd be, I'd be jealous. Like, I, I would be, if I saw a journal constantly getting great interviews, I'd be like, God damn it. Why can't I get a shot here? You know what I mean? Like it, it's natural. I don't think that's a big, I don't think that's even a big revelation. Yeah. But I do, I will say like when he said that my heart kind of sank a little bit because I just knew the headlines would be other women um, jealous of Charlotte. Um, And I think that's, that's always just how it's portrayed with women. Um, And you don't really hear like Andrade jealous of Roman Reigns, like being the top guy. He would be. And I'm sure all the guys are jealous of Roman Reigns because you'd want to be like, you'd want to be that top guy or jealous of, of Brock getting paid so much to be Brock. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I, I think that was just an unfortunate one because it's just like a narrative that's that's put for women when the, the, the other problem is like as a woman, um, whether you're a WWE superstar or just in wrestling in general or many, many other jobs, there are so, so few spots that we're fighting for, um, so less than there are for the men that it's just hard. Like it is so, so hard. And I think it's hard for any woman in that locker room. And Charlotte is um, amazing. And I'm sure they all, you know, just want to to rise to that spot. And mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's totally fair for people to be, um, you know, jealous. But yeah, I just kind of wish he, he, he hadn't like used that word because I think that the narrative will more be like, all these like girls are hating on Charlotte when mm. I would really hope 
um, that that's kind of not it. It's just everyone's like fighting to be the best and that the, the feeling would be the same in the men's locker room. But at least the men's locker room, they do have more spots to go to than the women's. Yeah, for men, like it's just builders. Oh, I'm hungry, or you know, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's different. Um, and, I, I I get that. Yeah, and you know, just be, just being a woman doing anything like all people can ever compare to you, you two is another woman doing it, like never a guy. Mm. Um, and Charlotte, you know, her being at the top, it's just the same as Roman being at, being at the top, and um. Yeah, I, I just, I, I was just sad that he, he said jealous, you know, like that choice of words, just, just because I don't like that, that like narrative, you know, you know what I mean. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let's talk about Raw quick before we welcome people onto the show. Now... Let's take a deep breath. Um, I'm not someone who likes to readily crap on on uh, anything, really. But, I mean, for me, when I think of a WrestleMania season, man, this feels like a big detachment. You know what I mean? Normally it's very exciting and the shows are loaded up with great stuff and content. And it's just been uh, a bit tough, to be honest. Like, I'm not overly enthralled in any story. Now, I'll start off with some of the things that I did like, right? It won't take that long. Um, so I like the Drew thing, okay? I liked it when he went backstage and kind of told everyone he had that fire. that, that it, it reminded me of what originally kind of got him over. And he interacted with, like, the right people. I'm very glad that it ended up with Ricochet getting the showing. Ali ended up getting a showing. Like, that intensity from Drew is the 
that's all like the best parts of him that I feel like manifested. Because Drew is very much like I'm very proud of being himself, right? Like, and he's yes. kind of he's kind of goofy. You've all seen the the graphic, right, with Bobby Lashley and what you know and what he does there. Um, and he's proud of that. But I always feel like his ability to dial it up, and he's very believable. I mean, the guy is ridiculously stacked and huge, right? Um, so I always feel like that is the best part of him, but it's been lacking for a while. And last night was maybe the first time where I really felt like, Oh, this is cool. Like, you know, Drew is, he, he's not, uh, remember when, do you remember when Goldberg had the bounty put on him by evolution back in the day? Mm-hmm. Right. I expected mm-hmm. that. I expected like Drew being around raw and like, you know, crates, whatever coming flying at him. And we didn't get that. And I actually thought what we did get brought out the best in, in Drew and kind of led to the main event angle. Now we get to the main event. First of all, I think breaking up the hurt business sucks. That is an awful, awful decision. One of the best parts of Raw for the past six months, make more than that. As soon as they get into a prominent spot, they go, eh, Cedric and Shelton, cut them loose. Like I guarantee those guys will be, I don't know what they'll be doing now. I, I was all episode, I was still hoping like maybe it'll be a swerve. You know, maybe we think they're yeah. gone and they're actually going to come back and beat Drew. Nope, that wasn't it at all. Um, I mean, Jesus, uh, what do you think about Corbin being the guy added to this now? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you were fine with the Hurt Business together. Bobby Lashley versus Drew. It's fine. You don't need to take away ingredients, add ingredients, anything. Um, I really, I really don't know what what was going on with that decision. It breaks my heart to see the Hurt Business break up, actually, because that's a group of guys that really came together to make something. Right. Um, guys that were being underutilized, overlooked, everything. They got themselves over, and the reward is let's break up. Um, and it's just not right. It, like I think that there's a lot of fear going on right now about, like, within WWE about the fact that they're going to have live fans and how live fans will react. And it's like they're making some kind of like scrambling decisions to make sure that their reactions are what they want. When it really, it's like we've, you know, we've all been watching this with no crowds. You have to just just go for it and like this this is the test and yeah you should not have a test on your biggest show of the year but this is absolutely the test of your booking what's been going on and what the crowd is actually reacting to and if it's the hurt business good for them yeah, it just sucks they get to where they get to and then the first people they cut do you know what i mean like and corbin yeah. i'm not gonna like crap on corbin i actually do think there's somebody in there like it's not King oh, Corbin. Yeah, there is. Like it, there is a guy in there for sure who you could use, and is you know he he moves great for a big man. I think if you get him away from the King gimmick and like maybe stay truer to it, what his actual background is, and he is like a legitimate yeah. super athlete, tough guy. There's something there, but they never show him in that light. He's dog food, and he's you know it's crazy. Like he's like if you've ever met him, he's such a great guy. He's a lovely he guy. He's an intel- intelligent guy, really self-aware guy. They uh, but they just saddle him with like silliness, like like silly gimmicks. Where I think if he if a sincere Baron Corbin was presented to people, he'd have way more chance of ever getting over rather than like 
pushing these kind of gimmicks and ideas onto him that don't feel authentic to him. Like they, they took him from being a biker to a guy in, in a suit. Like both of these things can't really be authentic to you. That like there has to be something that he finds in himself that will get him over, but they don't seem to ever let him do that. He's legit, like as well. You know, we talk about build heights in WWE sometimes, right? Like you've made him yeah. like I have, Steph. He's legit yeah. massive. He is one of the biggest well, guys I've met. Everyone's massive to me, Alex. But sure. <laughs> no, he's very, very tall. He's he is very tall. Like they, there could be more for him. Um, but I don't yeah. think maybe jettisoning him here into this angle. You know, when I remember they were like the the brief stable they were once upon a time. Um, I don't know whether WWE think, oh, you know, let's not for me. I just, you know, uh, Shane, the report card crap. That was a really bad segment. And I'm all for so silliness. I'm all for like, you know, for, for instance, the new day game show segment, I didn't find that bad because I liked who was involved and I was mildly entertained. It's still not, you know, not amazing. But I, I, I was into. I was. I could watch it, and I wasn't like this is dreadful. The report card was dreadful. I really didn't enjoy report it. Report card was dreadful. It's so like it's beyond childish. It's just not funny. It's just them calling another man, another one grown man calling another grown man stupid, and then showing his report card. It's so so bad. Like, mm. uh, what what difference would it make if Von Strowman was held back a year anyway? He's what thirty five now, uh, and like a <laughs> successful TV star. Who cares? I have to say, the game show. I I'll disagree with you there. I didn't like it. I didn't like to see almost involved in that. You've got a seven foot three guy, and you're putting him in in game show comedy skit. No, I I'd have him out just doing some monstrous stuff like lifting up mm. both the new day at once and chucking them through the thunderdome or something yeah. cool i mean, I mean we, we, got, we did get there in the end though because he did kind of you know demolish um Xavier. Yeah. so I, I i do take your point though like for instance again i hate doing the comparison thing aew obviously wouldn't have gone that route but wwe mm. i get it that you know they are who they are and and for what it's worth i do find the new day extremely entertaining to watch and I yeah, thought they, AJ, they AJ Styles was pretty funny being like the sore loser. But you're right. Like there, there was a, to me, I was like, what's, what's the aim? Like almost is kind of just this, he can't tell it's the sun. Like, I was like, yeah. well, I don't know, like, what is, I don't know. Anyway, either way, let's get to our first caller, Steph. Your first caller. Oh my gosh. I, the I first... hope it's not a family member. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first man I saw in the, uh, backstage arena was Bubba. So we're going to go with Bubba. Uh, if I can actually move him in, get in there. No, why aren't you moving down to the corner? Why is this happening? No. Right. This is a, this is not going this well. Is I know. Stay with us folks. Technology. Uh, oh, oh so no, I'm the caller. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bubba, what's on your mind, my man? I'm only here to say, because I'm mod for this channel, I'm just here to say thank you for all the good egg eggs here. Uh, you've got thank me. Thank you. That's so lovely. Thank you. Well, while we do have you here, Bubba, um, since, I, since I appreciate you so much, what, what WrestleMania match are you looking forward to the most? Tell me that much. Honestly, it's that triple threat. Before, 
before Fastlane, I had no interest in Mania at all, but that triple threat got me. Mm. Who do you think? Roman retain? Honestly, I, I honestly don't care. I want any of them. <laughs> I'd be happy with winning. <laughs> I mean, you can't lose, can you, Steph? No. No, you can't. You can't. You've you've got. I, I wasn't high on Edge, you know, uh, as I've said, but putting Daniel Bryan in there that adds an extra little spice to that match um, that I think will make it very, very good, especially in front of fans uh, as well. Well, I love a guy who comes through and shows his love for the good egg, Steph. So, Bubba, thank you very much thank for joining you. us, my friend. We will uh, catch you later. And in comes Callum! Fumbling his camera. How are you, my hey. man? Hey, by yourself. Very good. Very good, my friend. I want to I wanna hear your... Oh, is that a Manchester United lampshade? Ignore <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, talk to me, man. What's on your mind, wrestle-wise? Um, right, two quick two questions. Sure. Number one, we with the UK coming out of lockdown, we're going to start maybe getting fans in the next couple of shows. Fingers mm. crossed. Who do you guys think is going to be the next like British indie star that's going to hey a rocket shoved off them and become like like the next, let's say the next Do McIntyre or the next Will Osprey? Ooh. Oh, do you so you mean someone that's not signed by NXT UK? It's not an NXT, it's not signed by oh. NXT UK. Okay, yeah, it's nothing to do with like the big promotions. No, no AW, no NXT, no. Oh, right. I know exactly band. who. Go on, Steph. uh, it's Ricky Knight Jr. Uh, Ricky Knight Jr. is the Ooh. man, Ricky Knight Jr. is the next big star. He's right now, um, he's uh on Rev Pro, he's in the Southside Championship Tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. He's amazing. I've because I work at RevPro, I've got to watch him up close, do promo, um, and also just how he behaves in ring. And he's he's incredible. Uh, I think he's the absolute like rising star of British wrestling. Um, I hope he's not snapped up by NXT UK because I think that he deserves an even bigger platform than that. But yeah. Um, Ricky Knight Jr. is the person that I'd absolutely like put my money on as becoming the next person, big person coming out of this country and and the next, you know, Drew McIntyre or uh, Pete Dunne or or whoever you want to say. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. absolutely like, that's my recommendation for the one to watch. He's got the connection, of course, with with Paige. You know, his whole family's in the wrestling business, but he he is something else. He is um like in a class of his own. He's really, really great. I, I will cheat a little bit with my answer because I think technically he is signed by NXT UK, but I do think um, he hasn't actually debuted there yet or gone there yet. But Adam Max did, I do think he's got a big future as well. Um, he's, I know guys will, you know, some might go, oh, the Love Island guy, but if you actually watch him in OTT and ICW and places like that, he he is really he good. I, in his indie work, he's actually been pretty decent. Okay, folk gave him a bit of a bad name to begin with just because he was this Love Island star, but. Mm. I mean, he's he's like everything. Like Vincent Mann would look at him and love him, right? He's legit like six three, six four. His body is ridiculous, uh, but he's also like ultra athletic. The guy throws a drop kick about as good as anyone I've seen yeah, recently. He can move, he can move. Yeah, so I I, I think it, with him getting to NXT UK, obviously you know it's a long road and whatnot, but I do think um, he's one of those that in that promotion WWE would have you know. High hopes for so he, he he had every chance. What's your second question, my man? The second question is with AEW tagging up with like AAA, TNA, TNA, and 
in OWE and maybe eventually New Japan, we never know. Would an idea of a pro wrestling World Cup be of an interest? I think that's hard, isn't it? Because it's like, who wins? Like, it depends who's booking yeah. it and all of that it's stuff. Like, right. It's all it's That's always a problem. It's like, wrestling was win, a shit, you could do it. <laughs> if it's a shoot, then yes. It's like, if you win, you get your country's major promotions, like championships. Say, like, if it's somebody from Mexico, you win the triple, you get a number one contenders against triple A or... If it was Japan, yeah. you, you might get... I mean, if, if I had to trust someone to put it together, I probably would trust Tony Khan because he seems the most balanced and, you know, neutral promoter of them all. Um, but there would, it would, you know, whoever you work with, I think, you know, Steph just said it there, it would be very difficult. You'd have to, you know, what would, if, the, if the stakes were what you said they were, then that's fine, right? You know, maybe someone from Japan wins it one year and whatever, you know, yeah. but I think... It definitely sounds complicated to put together, but it would be great. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, you are doing it, right? Well, okay. I'm. It's. I'm kind of doing it on Twitter just to kind of be for fun. Hmm. I like it. Share that with me. I want to see your inner workings. Well, um, if you follow, well, my Twitter's somewhere. I'm sure I'll <laughs> find it. I'll probably forward it on to you. Excellent. Do it in the chat, yeah. man. I, yeah, I want to. I want to take part in this. But anyway, thank you very much, Callum, for thank joining you. us. I really like that. Um, that question about indie guys. I like getting to talk about Ricky Knight Jr. So thank you, Callum. He's thank only twenty-two as well. So you he's so young as well. It's it's scary. Scary good. He's super young. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The future's yeah, bright for that man. Callum will tag out, and Matthew McCoskey will tag in. What got in the flash, man? Matthew oh, McCoskey? Hey, <laughs> the bang brains are a man himself. Wow. Hi, oh. hey. hey everyone. Hey, <laughs> hey. You hear me fine, what right? A, we can hear you, my yeah. man. Have you have you got a question or something you want to say? Like, talk to us. I just wanted to say hi because. It's been months of knowing you guys, and you guys have changed my world. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, the love for the good eggs today is so How about great. You ask me a question. I can, I, I mean, we're interviewing Steph at heart. <laughs> we, uh <-huh>. I'm, <laughs> I'm Anything, sure we can do it. Me. Matthew, what, what you, uh, I'll, I'll just, because uh, this is a tough one, right? But like in 2021, this year, What's been your favorite angle or match? Match, it's either it's a tie between Abushi and Jay White oh, from Wrestle Kingdom. He's speaking that, speaking to the heart it, of Steph Chase. How long it was, it just the emotion. The other one, um, I enjoyed Shingo and Osprey. That was really good. The finals. I watched that actually. They're and, two great answers. And then in WWE, probably Roman Bryan from Fastlane. It's my favorite. It's my favorite yeah. this year. Then if I had to pick AEW, um, Omega Phoenix from, I think, New Year's Day Smash. A lot of people had a lot of love for that, didn't they, Steph? The TV match. Yes, but very, very good choices. I like that you picked Ibushi wide. I think some people just didn't get it. That was a great worked match. The yeah. length was perfect. I um, love and I do. Going, I love Ibushi going into trans Ibushi. It's like, yeah, oh yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine yeah. that trans Ibushi against trans Shingo now? 
yeah, I hope Shingo Shingo's outing against Osprey there that he was incredible in that and he's been so great that I, I want his time to come. I don't want him to end up being the guy that never gets to the top of the mountain. Uh he's yeah. he's so good. Yeah. Tremendous stuff, Matthew. Thank you very much for joining us Thank tonight, you. my friend. And thanks for all Thank your you for support. Always. I gotta go to work in a few minutes. Perfect. Enjoy that shift, knowing that you're YouTube Perfect. famous now. There yeah. you go, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. And we're going to move from Matthew McCoskey to another Steph Chase. He wants to collaborate. It's WrestleSky! Hey, Steph, how are you doing? Hey, I'm very good, thank you. Alex, I'm not forgetting about you, man. Hey, Alex, I want to give you a shout out. Thank you so much for posting what you did last night on uh, what Charlotte Flair's camp had shared concerning the interview. It was great to to read all of that and see everything that had happened. So very cool that you had that on there. Occasionally, we do journalistic things, don't we, Steph? Occasionally. Uh, Alex, Alex was a man getting that. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I know we've been sitting here bashing Raw and talking about how bad it was, but I, I want to talk about the the new IWGP World Heavyweight title belt. Good call. Did, yeah. did, they, did they order it from Wish and got <laughs> – it, it looks like a ripoff of something from – a really bad uh, independent promotion here in the Midwest and a Divas title belt. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's terrible. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I don't like the shape. Oh. I'll, let, I'll let Steph take it. You know, I actually like it. And I tweeted today that I liked it. And I, then I realized that might be the most controversial thing I'd ever tweeted. Where's the um, band? <laughs> I mean that is a hot take. Okay. I'll I'll say this. And also I got I got shared from someone for calling it pretty. Someone told me that belts aren't meant to be pretty. Yes, they are. Um, or let's call it handsome then. But I really like the belt. Okay, it's like a little bit unique. It's a little bit different. I think the shape, I get the Divas title comparison, and everyone dumps on the Divas title, so no, nothing wants to be compared to that. But I think the shape was really great. Um, on the New Japan website, they did do um, some of like the history of why it's like that. that. So they, there was like thinking behind it. It looked very shiny. The only thing I thought, though, when Koda got it in his hands, it looked a little small. Um, which is kind of annoying because with it being the IWGP like, Heavyweight Championship, it should be huge, you know, mm -hmm. just with everything that comes with that. So my only downside is that it's small, but I do like it and everyone can hit on me for liking it. It is the most controversial thing I've ever said, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's do you, shiny. Do you um, prefer yeah. it over the old one? No. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> See, I, I love the Intercontinental Belt. I love the IWGP yeah. Intercontinental Belt, and I, I wish they would have stayed with some sort of a design similar to that. I understand wanting to be different. That's what's unique about the AEW title. It's a very unique-looking title. Uh, that's what I like about what NWA is still using, the old-school NWA, you know, the 10 pounds of gold, because mm -hmm. it's unique-looking. It's not cookie-cutter like all of WWE's title belts. 
Um, hey now, NXT UK's belts are great. Yes. Uh, but I know what you mean. Yes. Like just the bland WWE for world titles is a bit like eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta say though, I'm not like a, a belt mark. Is belts aren't something like what a belt looks like doesn't affect me that much um at all, really. I think there's there's some people that have a big investment in what the belt looks like, but at the end of the day, it's it's you know, just the, the trophy you carry around with you, you know, to show that you've you've achieved that status. Like Coda is you know, a great, the first unified IWGP Intercontinental Champion, they could have given him, like, a little toy, I don't know, sheriff's badge to wear, and he will <laughs> still go down in history. <laughs> See, I, I think this is step two in, in bad decisions they've made. First of all, by merging those two titles, I thought yes, they kept bad, the title that's separate. That's a bad decision. And, and I think that's where a lot of the hate is coming from, too, is the fact that they merged two two classic titles, and now yeah. they bring this out. So, uh, yeah. hopefully, we can that's, go all that's the past. That's a harder grade I will for say, me. I will say though, because I saw someone said like that's that that's your fandom talking for liking the belt. It's not because I'm so down in New Japan at the minute. I think that they've like fallen off a cliff in 2021, and it's really bad. It's like actually heartbreaking, and I don't mind the, the what the belt looks like. The decision to merge them was just another bad decision, and and it's sad as someone that's so invested in New Japan. Uh, it's sad at the minute that the booking has gone gone down so much. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, WrestleScope man, <laughs> I, I just killed hold, everything. By hold, saying hold on, in defense of New Japan though. At least they don't have Vince McMahon's grandchildren booking things on Raw with choo-choo sounds, green slime, game <laughs> shows, people uh, being called stupid. Uh, you know Shane's kids are involved in all of this now. The, the you know choo- when when the choo-choo made it his return last night, I was like, oh my god, they're actually sticking with it. They actually the are. Because yeah. Ollie Davis was excited about it after not seeing it. Well, then again, he was blown up two weeks ago. So it happens, man. He's had a rough. He's had a rough t- spell. Resoscope, we're going to have you and Steph together for an extended period of time in the near future. We will arrange awesome. it. Looking forward to it. But uh, for now, yeah. thank you very much, man. Because we're talking about belts, and we're going to move. Crystal scope out, and Greg Cherry is coming in. Look at that! Hello. Yes, I got my own belt right here. Gregory, what does it say? Wow. It, it is the uh, NoDQ.com Wrestling Trivia Challenge uh, Championship title, uh, which I have actually held for over three years consistently. Wow! Um, Jesus, why yeah. haven't I had you on my radio show? I need you to get on. You, there. you have actually. I've well, been I know. Your, yeah, I've but been I mean. Your... But if oh. you've got that belt, I'm, what I'm saying is why I haven't had you on to challenge Kenny McIntosh. He's like the Brock Lesnar of our quizzing, right? We need to get you to challenge it. I mean, I'm I'm down for it whenever you want to do it. So uh, if if Kenny hears this, then uh, Kenny, the gauntlets lay down. I believe I'm the goat as far as wrestling trivia. So what's the other trophy? Uh, this uh, th- this may look familiar. Um, Okay. It's actually the Quizlemania Championship for the uh, fan Quizlemania. I'm hoping one day to make it on the show. I'm too stubborn to say for people to tell me no. So uh, that's another story for another time. That's above my pay grade. That's so impressive, Steph, isn't it? That it, it is. Definitely is. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. But uh, as far as I'm the wrestling trivia challenge goes, uh, I'm having a tournament that goes on right now. Louis Dangor is currently in the tournament, and uh, Adam Blampier has a match airing this Thursday. Ooh. Uh, so. Both of them are involved in the tournament. Louis very well may take this from me if he makes it all the way through. But uh, if he can sit in front of a computer screen and have Wikipedia, he will. 
All right, he will <laughs> beat you. Don't think he won't. Uh, but anyway, Gregory, man, what do you want to uh, talk about? Well, I did have two questions. Uh, first of all, I wanted to bring up the build to WrestleMania because sometimes I think the builds are a little overrated. If, if we look back at like WrestleMania 25 with Triple H and Randy Orton, they had one of the most intense feuds going into WrestleMania and then had an absolutely abysmal WWE Championship match. Ah, abysmal strong. We all know that um, Taker Sean played a role. In uh, but yeah, I take your yeah. point. Underwhelmed. Uh, and then WrestleMania 31 had the infamous uh, tug of war between Brock and Roman. Uh, and that show ended up being one of the best WrestleManias of all time. So it, it's very much, is the build super important for WrestleMania or is the final product of the actual show what matters? Yeah, I think the ends justify the means in many cases. Like to me, this Shane Braun story is so bad. Like it, it, one, of, one of the worst ways they could have possibly done it. But I do believe that the end result will be entertaining where Shane is getting lobbed off something extremely high. It's going to be the car crash. It will be, it will be the strength of both men, Braun Strowman and Shane. That's their element. Let them do that. How they get there. Horrendous. Um, Steph, what do you think? Um, I think that it's, it's hard because we're, we're living in the moment right now of it being WrestleMania season. And you look at the bills and you think like they're awful. Um, and it's, it's not good as a fan, you know, getting ready for WrestleMania like that, but there have been some WrestleMania bills that have been amazing. There have been some bills that have been uh, bad or non-existent that have led to great matches. So I think that when you're, you know, in kind of 10 years, when you're watching this year's WrestleMania and looking back, they'll, they'll put together like a very good video package that will make you think that the build was probably better <laughs> than it was for things. And if the matches deliver, you remember them more fondly. So I think that the build is important for being in the here and now. And that's why it's frustrating to watch Raw and for it to be terrible. But I don't think it will necessarily matter when we get to WrestleMania as far as what matches will be good and what yeah. matches won't. Their, their work's cut out to make a good video of Shane and Braun. I'll tell you I that. Know. That, is, that. That will be awful no matter what. Like, <laughs> that's just, but that's the booking. Give us a second one, Greg. Yeah. Well, well, on the Shane thing, mm. it's uh, kind of putting the nail in my coffin of Shane should have been WWE champion two years ago. It's really killing <laughs> that. But uh, <laughs> um, oh, just to see the world burn down, that's the kind of guy you are, isn't it? All right. Absolutely. Now, my second question is I haven't heard it talked about a lot, but the night after WrestleMania is typically you get a few call ups from NXT. Sure. Yeah. So if you could pick one woman, and one man to get called up from NXT, who would they be and why? I think it will be EO and Adam Cole, personally. Um, I think Adam Cole's story is going to run its course with Kyle O'Reilly beating him, and I think EO drops it to Raquel. Uh, Steph, any counters on that? Uh, not a counter on EO. I think EO's um, the one that I want, but also the one that seems most likely if I'm, if I'm safe betting. EO, for the men... Um, Adam Cole, I would rather Adam Cole walked out the door than down the road to Raw or SmackDown. Um, honestly, his time in NXT, though, I think is definitely done. I can see him being brought up. Um, who do I I want to be brought up? Uh, this is going to like, sound very mean. I, I would take Karrion Cross being brought up because I don't think he just fits in an NXT. And 
like let's leave NXT. I, I just don't think there's a place for him there. But I think he'll probably beat Finn Balor and we'll have the reign of Cross in, in NXT, which I don't think is helpful to the product. I think he's better suited for the main roster. You'd find somewhere to better suit him in, uh, like slot him in up there. I agree with that. I think Steph's bang on the money with Karrion Cross, Greg. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of thinking that they might be people that nobody would expect, like people that aren't really doing anything in NXT yeah. right now. I would probably pick maybe Roderick Strong and perhaps Dakota Kai. If Raquel's going for the singles championship against uh, EO and wins, you know, what really is there for Dakota Kai to do? She had a cup of coffee with the tag team titles and maybe a main roster run would help her. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you never know of NXT. That's the thing. Like, because Vince is so. Yeah. <laughs> Vince random. doesn't know who these guys yeah. are anyway. So. He, he, he really doesn't. But anyway, Greg, we thoroughly enjoyed having you on. You quizzer, quizzing uh, insane quizzer. So thank you very much, man. And uh, hopefully everyone checks out. We say this Thursday. Yes, this Thursday, Adam Blampier uh, competes in his quarterfinal match in the Wrestling Trivia Challenge Tournament. It's every Thursday at 6 o'clock Eastern, on demand after, of course. Uh, so go check that out on the Greg Cherry Brand YouTube channel. Fantastic, Greg. Thank you very much, cool. man. Uh, and as I say, we tag him out. And the hot Scott, Matthew, is coming in. How are you doing, man? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello. Look at your hair. What? You've got look at that. He's combed it. Lovely. Look at that. I, I absolutely <laughs> Monday cannot come soon enough. <laughs> oh yeah, in Scotland you can have a haircut from them, right? Yeah, yeah, I can get a haircut oh, Monday, yeah. thank God. Um so um, I've got a couple of questions, right? First one is what do you think of NXT going to Tuesday? I think it's good. Um because I think people will be able to just enjoy both NXT and AW. Yeah, Steph, do you want to, uh, to take that one? Yeah, I think it's good for them. It's good for NXT. I think it's good for them not to have that comparison. Um, Interesting, though, I did ask this on Twitter today. Does NXT moving to Tuesday make you want to watch NXT? If you're someone that watches Dynamite, will you now watch NXT Live? The responses were basically no, that there, that everyone's problem was with the NXT product and not that it was clashing with Dynamite. Mm. Um, So... I hope that their move may improve the product because they're not directly competing with some with something. But I do think it's it's overall like it's a totally positive thing um, rather than a negative for them. Yeah, statistically, it makes all the sense in the world, right? NXT yeah. from the, the little times that it had to do last year saw a great increase in the uh, the almighty the almighty demographic that they all talk about but the overall view- viewership as well so it's good for both parties AEW was better nxt was better on different nights makes all the sense in the world yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people will take it as like a bit of a white flag from nxt and it is in a, in a sense but at the same time i do think it makes business sense from both angles i will personally watch nxt on a tuesday i mean the, the biggest thing i can say for AEW is that i'm a well-known NXT fan certainly was, um, you know, I've always proclaimed that I think takeovers are, and I still do think they're amongst the best shows in wrestling. And I always watched NXT first. It's only the last three or four months that I've converted. I watch AEW first on a Wednesday now. Um, And I think that says a lot about how great AEW has been and about how NXT has kind of sleepwalked a little bit. That's how I feel. I feel like they've kind of gone through the motions. Uh, I'm very excited about the upcoming card though. Um, hopefully that's going to kick them on and 
things will go well for them. Um, yeah, and the more companies thriving, the better. I mean, Impact as well, smart for them to move to Thursday because yeah. they just, they just would have got swallowed up as well. So interesting, man. You know, every day of the week <laughs> we got something going on I now. Know. So I know. Busy. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was I don't know why, but I have a real hunch that they're going to take the title of Roman at WrestleMania. Oof. Like, uh, I don't know why, but like with I know that's a controversial thing, but like with the triple threat, it just you could do it, and I just have a feeling that they're going to do it. Yeah, um, I've, I've speculated for a while like, that maybe I don't know who wins it. Hmm. You don't know when, yeah. I mean, I was speculating for a while that maybe Brian is there to take the pin, and that's how Edge wins the title. Yeah. And and after they did the whole Edge's promo about the Rumble, right, and winning what he never lost, and then he does it from number one all the way, like in true fairy tale WWE land, it's all set up for Edge to win, really, when you look at it. But I hope Roman retains really bad. I don't think there's a, a good reason to take it off him yet. There's still a load of great contenders for him on SmackDown. Then you can let Edge and Brian do their thing in the singles. Um, I just wouldn't take that's it off him yet. Happen. So that's what I want to happen, but I just have a, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that they're going to take it off. I don't know why. What, I might be wrong. What, what does your gut say, Steph? Roman retain or loses it? Um, I want Roman to retain. Um, I know the fairy tale that you know you're saying about Edge. I think that would absolutely work as a fairy tale if it wasn't for Edge being like an abysmal failure. Um, but <laughs> where's the fan? Where is it? Oh. Um, but I can see. But you know what? Then that would make me say that they will that they would go with Edge, thinking that this is a great story. But they seem to have even themselves recognized, like for one of the first times ever, that like this Edge thing is not working. So that's why Brian's in there. So I think at the end of the day, Vince will make a few decisions. And when you get to WrestleMania, he'll throw his papers in the air and basically say, you know, F it, Roman retains. Mm, yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty it. Much. What's that, mate? I said, I said, how's the water? Oh, delicious, my friend. Uh, I'll, be on, I'll, be, I'll be on Fanta close after the show. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> so thank you very much, Matthew, man. Always appreciate your support on all things that we do. You are the definition of a good egg. But uh, there's only a few minutes left, so I've got to tag you out. Injection 2K yeah. is waiting in the wings. Bye. Matthew, take care. Injection 2K, in you come. Hello, buddy. How are you? Hello. I'm good. You look great. How are you, my man? Look at that um, NBA. What's that NBA? Is that just a training jersey? What is that? I was just I'm I'm just wearing this. <laughs> I was playing NBA 2K earlier, so you pop you piqued my intrigue right there. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, man? What do you want to talk about? Um, Raw Raw just WWE total just kind of upsetting me. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm watching a show and I'm actively bored. NXT. I watch it on my laptop while I have AEW on my uh, TV and SmackDown. I'm enjoying SmackDown, but I just have a problem with specifically Raw. Yeah, I think we all do, man. I mean, to me, like, um, to me, uh, my enjoyment at the moment uh, is Dynamite, SmackDown, not that far behind. NXT, pretty far behind that. Raw, way behind that. That's pretty much my tier system right now. Dynamite, Elevation, Dark. You NXT, are so bad. Yeah. 
take that. <laughs> you forgot being the elite. Where's that? <laughs> I love for to be in the elite more than I do raw. Oh, I mean, it's way funnier. <laughs> it is. Uh -huh. It's way. If I feel like they should make it canon on AEW, so a lot of storylines can feel more important than what they do. I really appreciate I, I, AEW the way that Tony Khan, like everything's mapped out, right? So it's like they don't they don't put someone in a feud. And then they go, well, what are we going to do this week? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of that in WWE, and they just kind of make up as they go along, and they don't have the end destination in mind. I believe Tony Khan is like the opposite of that. He knows where they're going, and every part of the show feels like another story, right? It's not just ticking the time along. It's playing a role in something. So that's why I've really gravitated to Dynamite. And I feel like the right the reason I've liked SmackDown so much since Roman returned basically is that it all trickles down from the Tribal Chief, and then there's been other stories along that. So that's been the heartbeat of the show. Raw has like no heartbeat, nothing. They are every week scrambling to fill three hours. That's how it feels to me. Two hours is probably the best way to go. Like I remember when I was a kid, Raw used to come on at nine o'clock and end by eleven. And that'd be just fine. But now it's eight o'clock. I have to wait until eleven o'clock and then I watch the Fightful uh podcast afterwards. And then they I hear Sean just reviewing raw. And when he breaks it down, it's much worse than what I saw. <laughs> a lot of things I don't catch until Sean breaks it down. I'm just like, oh my God, this is bad. Mm. But I really, stuff. We haven't even talked about Riddle just like completely. I don't know if he actually did mess up his lines or not, but he was I just like, I think he did. He just strolled off, and Oscar was like, Yeah, that's that's a pretty unfair yeah. position to put her in, by the way. The camera just bang on her, and she's like, What do you want me to do with this? So I uh, hope she was okay because that table bump she took was nasty. Mm, I was, mm. But yeah, Raw has been very, very killing my mojo on Mondays and I'm just like I might start watching Raw soon it's getting to that point because why is Cor like is Corbin part of the Hurt Business now? Apparently. Is that confirmed? Mm -hmm. MVP said as much I believe on commentary. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean look I, it's just a shame with Raw right because we all know what it was many moons ago and what it could be and like and, and I think, Steph, you'll agree with this. Like, it's not that WWE don't have the talent. They have the talent. Yeah. It's just it's that it's booked terribly. It's a shame that, that people that love wrestling like us see watching WWE's flagship show as a chore. And it makes me think how hard is it for people that, that don't watch wrestling already to get into, into wrestling, seeing this long three-hour show that's not the most engaging or exciting happening every Monday. It just feels like too hard to even jump on that train because the people that that genuinely like wrestling no matter what are just e exhausted by it yeah it's tough going injection 2k man i appreciate you stopping by but we're at nine o'clock man and we've got to fit one more caller in so i'd love to have you back on next week but we appreciate you man thank you for stopping by thank you, you. Uh -huh. take it easy uh matt the misfit here he is he's waited patiently thank What's you very going, much guys? How are you, Matt? Hey. I'm I'm all right. I got I raw just was like 
I don't want to talk about the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's fine. Yeah, but I have two questions. Uh, so NXT announced that uh, the character Mei Ying, which is part of the, uh, which is actually a really great uh, story with the Titan Shaw stuff, yeah. uh, that her and Zayali, they're going to do a tag match on, on NXT. What do you think this new Karen Q character is going to wrestle like? What were what your expectations for that? Uh, oh man, that's tough, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, they just signed like uh, a Japanese star that I wonder if they're going to, put into that role in the near future i don't know but at the same time it wouldn't surprise me if she just kind of stood there did nothing and just had this like uneerie power or something you know what wwe does these days (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't i mean because come to find out apparently it is karen q the other the the woman playing right which it's pretty fine pretty pretty great i guess the other question i have was uh, on raw last night Drew McIntyre made a statement during back during one of the backstage segments about if you start a hashtag, you get something going or whatnot. Was that a shot at the Sasha Bianca hashtag trending? No, I, I, I was I wondering was it so. a shot at uh, Buddy Murphy and <laughs> trying to get a match. I'm just saying it's kind of weird because given that that all of last week the whole Bianca Sasha thing was trending, and then that promo was said. I mean, it, it, I suppose if you connect the dots like that, because they are on the same night as each other at WrestleMania, um, and I believe Sasha already said on commentary last week that it is indeed her and Bianca that are main eventing, right? So uh, I, I, I just I didn't feel it though when he said it. Uh, well, it's not how I took it. I mean, it's kind of weird because even because Tom Phillips said last night that Drew, Drew and Bobby are the main event, so I don't know what's main eventing one night. Right. We do know Roman's main eventing night too. That's Pretty much a given at this point. That's a given. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if it wasn't Sasha yeah. Bianca, right. especially. I'd be shocked too. Especially with the the very low amount of female matches on the card, right. I think they'd be crucified if they didn't. But this, isn't yeah. the only female match so far on, on night one? I think there's only two total altogether. I mean, they may throw in women's tag titles, but no one cares about those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the new battle rule this year. They're just going to put like four teams in the tag thing and go, oh, well, we've got them on the card. Right. But like none of those teams have any kind of momentum at all. It's right. just, all right, let's go with it. Uh, it's poor. It really is poor. You've got no plans for Bailey. You're telling me you can't find something for Bailey? It's it's obscene. It is yeah. obscene. Should have been the host, just saying. <laughs> should have been. Her and Billy Kay should have been the host. Yeah. That's That's my take on that. But anyway, Matthew, uh, sorry, man, for the limited time, but we're going to have to get to some old before we hit it. Uh, If you come on next week, I'll put you to My man, thank you very much for your time. And now I'm going to try and move Steph and I back without making us all look silly. So (laughs) take it easy, mate. Uh, And uh, give me... Yeah! There you go. I'm a genius. Oh, well done. Well done. Who would have done it? Right, we've got a couple of old chats here before we sign off for the night. And one is from Miro J. Hey, Steph. And, and hey. Actually, I actually spelled it H-A-Y. I like it. Hey. <laughs> uh, just a quick message to say thank you for last week's AEW Weekly. That was the best oh. stream so far. Um, oh, thank you, Miro J. Miro J is one of the people that really, really helps the show um, with all that he does in the chat. Keep it going. Uh, and I hope he's joining me this Friday because his man is up. His listen, man is up for his big moment. 
listen, I'm all for Mary J supporting you, but he's he's got heat with me, and I'll tell you why. Uh, <laughs> he, he says, and <laughs> the Q&A, that was so much fun. Really appreciate all your work. You are Miss Dynamite for a reason. You are so damn good. Hashtag, right, everything was fine until this right. point. And then he says, Newcastle for relegation. Where does that come from? Just speak to Steph. Do you think? Well, I know nothing about that. But I have to say that if you enjoyed the Q&A, like that, that is quite like what my 1K party is going to be. So get your get your friends on that subscribe chain and there'll be uh, it will be a quest Q&A party uh, the, when I hit 1K. Come on, Mary J. What have I done to you, man? Come I don't know on. anything about football. I don't know why <laughs> why you chose to say that to Alex, and I don't even know what it means anyway. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I support Newcastle as we all know at this point. Um, oh, okay. And we are probably going down. So <laughs> there's no shame in what he said. I just don't like it. Adam Pearson uh, says, "With the Easter holidays underway, now seems a good time as any." To ask what's your favorite Easter egg or item of confectionery? He didn't even call it chocolate. Confectionery and why? Also, did you know King Corbin owns five Rolex watches? Legend. The beatdown on Drew made him look great. I mean, I like Baron. I've, I've said this from the jump. I, I'm, 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 I understand the um, resistance, and I don't like it that the, her business was um, broken up either. But I'm not going to sit here and trash Baron Corbin because I am one of the yeah. few people. And I've I've had heat for this on Twitter so many times when I've said that I actually like him. People are like, yeah, he's rubbish. I do like him. I stand by well, it. I like when I um met him, I met him with a couple of journalists, and no one has ever bowled us over more than Baron Corbin. Like he was all we talked about for the rest of the night. And mm. our consensus was I can see why he's pushed now. You know, when you meet him as an actual person, you could see why a company wants to get behind him. He, he is a great guy. Absolutely. Favourite confectionery, Steph? Uh, okay. Um, my favourite confectionery, and this is going to make me sound weird, but is coffee creams. I used to take all the <sighs> coffee creams from Quality Street, all the coffee creams from Moses. Um, I now, when I want like a proper treat, because I don't really eat any sweets or chocolate, but if it's a special day, I will order some coffee creams for myself. It's nearly like £10 a packet but they're worth it. I love coffee <laughs> creams. You can't get them. You can't get them in just Tesco or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Coffee you, creams. I'm you, weird. Say, you saying about quality street. I like the, I like the toffee fingers in there. They're great. Um, mm. but, you know, what? I, haven't, I haven't had an Easter egg bought for me in years because I'm obviously the dad of the, I buy the Easter eggs, yeah. the girls and, yeah. and stuff. So no, nobody ever, like, nobody buys me one, Steph. Nobody Say it does. louder, Alex. Say yeah, it louder. I know. <laughs> no one buys me an Easter egg. She's not even listening. She don't care. She's um, so yeah, I. Uh, what's your favorite chocolate? You know, I've got back. I never. I was never huge on chocolate, um, but during lockdown, mm. um, I like lion bars. I'm a lion bar guy. So oh, there you I have like it. dime bars. I like dime bars a lot. Ooh, yeah, my daughter's really like like milky uh, milky buttons. That's their thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they like they like Kinder as well. Uh, I, I'm oh, pretty sure I'm pretty sure they just want to muck around with a toy that comes in a Kinder egg yeah. rather than the Kinder. But um, you know, uh, once I've bought it, yeah. I'm, you're going to eat the egg anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that is Easter. Alex forcing his dog. Yeah, force feeding. <laughs> Listen, these cost a pound. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you to everyone. We, we've run over, but. It's all good when uh, you guys were so great coming in the phone in today. Steph, did you enjoy your first phone in? 
I loved it so much. It was so fun. I love getting to see all your faces. Um, yeah. Like Mia said, I recognize and really, really great questions as well. So I enjoyed that that so much. Uh, I love it. If we have time Thursday, I might open it up again um, because Steph will obviously be here. We'll talk about the shows, but um, I think it's cool that people who support Steph's show, Steph can see them in the flesh. So I encourage. Yeah, I, encourage I know that. it's it's so cool to get to get to see that. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Everyone stop by Thursday when Steph will be on the show once again from 8pm. And yeah, you, you can come on and, and chat with your favourite. We I encourage that. I encourage that wholeheartedly. Until then, SB3 is back tomorrow at 8pm as well. And then on Friday, Denise Salcedo also joins Wrestling Daily as the guest co-host. So thank you so much, guys, for all of your... Um, yeah, your, your great stuff tonight. I've really oh, enjoyed some of, those, some of those questions and comments. We appreciate you and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save-